Mighty God, we give you glory. Shalom, 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 evening, everybody. God bless you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the prophetic training. This is a moment in the Word of God. God bless you all for joining. I believe that the hand of the Lord will be strong upon your life and be a great blessing even to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we are praying. Mighty God of Israel, we give you praise and the glory thank you for your presence in the midst of your church we ask oh god for your spirit the bible said and you breathed upon the disciples and said receive the holy ghost we pray in the name of the lord jesus that you will open our eyes you will cause us to understand your word in the name of the lord jesus we pray oh god even for divine inspiration that your people will receive a touch even of your spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus let your will be done we believe and know that your word is already anointed therefore let your word come forth with power that it will transform the lives of your people that your name alone will be glorified we honor you even in Jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah 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 wow amazing it's been a long time 
we met here like this to dive into the waters of God's word. And um, I want to say I'm really excited that this day um, the Lord actually has made it possible. You know, we bless God for that. We bless God for that. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. All right. We bless God. And um, tonight, I want us to talk about some very special stuff. Jerry, Jerry said, Papa, your English has come. Also, I'm trying small, small, you know. You know, by the special grace of God, you know, um, yeah. I'm married, so you have to understand that marriage comes with good English. If you marry and you don't know how to speak English, I don't know who blessed your marriage. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> All right. God bless all of you and keep you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. This evening, I want to make time for us to dive into the Word of God and um, swim into the very core of spirituality, even in the universe. And um, I'm going to speak many things by the special grace of God and by divine utterance that will help all of us to um, have deeper understanding about God's Word and His universe. Many of you, um, some of the things you have been hearing and some of the things you have actually believed as doctrines, um, we are going to dissect them and you will know whether they are actually true from God's word perspective or not. Amen. But before we, we go into, so we are going to talk about the spiritual mysteries of souls. 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 All right. So please get your notepads and pens ready. I don't want anybody to forget what we are going to talk about. All right. So please, the spiritual mysteries of souls. I believe that the Lord will touch our eyes and open our eyes for us to understand his word okay okay but before um i start with the message um within some few minutes anybody that has any question you have any question on anything i mean when i talk about anything i mean anything related to god christianity and spirituality so don't ask me economics questions i'm not an econs lecturer God bless you. Anything, anything. You have any question? You have heard a lot of things from men of God. You have read certain books. You have watched videos and um, about Christianity concerning something you don't really understand. And you want to ask and say, man of God, that is what I've heard. I don't know. Um, can you throw more light on this for me? And, um, you can you can ask before we dive into the spiritual mysteries of souls and I believe that um, the Lord will give us utterance to understand his word all right so any question any question any question still waiting 
any question about Christianity, about spirituality, about God, anything, anything, any question you want to ask, let's go. Jerry said, Jerry said, Papa, we want a little. Okay. Hmm? Are you okay? What is it? Hmm? Are you okay? Hmm? Are you okay? Hmm? To me, are you okay? Thank you, Lord. Okay, Jerry said that. Papa, we want a little sneak peek into eschatology. Are we going to be just singing in heaven? <laughs> so eschatology is a kind of topic that we can't just, um, you know, say something small and leave it. It will still create confusion. Because the way that topic is, you really need to kind of take your time and dive into the whole matter. to take your time and dive into the whole matter till you end so um, I can't just say something small about eschatology and um, you know make it look as if we are done because if I try to touch on it right now everything I'm going to teach would have to be on eschatology so you have to um, understand and bear with me and actually we are going to touch on that today I wanted to talk about something very powerful it will actually link up to eschatology at the end of all things when I'm teaching on that Good. so all right so bear with me just believe said Papa please in one of your ministrations you made mention of the cherubic order of God please I would like you to teach us on that one day all right don't be worried I'll, I'll do that I will surely do that. I will surely do that. And I believe God through that will really open our eyes 
on many things. When we hear the word cherub or cherubim, what does it mean? Cherub actually is speaking of the singularity, and cherubim is speaking of its plurality. It is like Eloah and Elohim. When you hear Elohim, in Hebrew, I am is speaking of plural. Just as you know, when you come to English, sometimes when you add s to a word, it becomes plural. You know, in Hebrew, I am. So when you hear the word Elohim, Elohim is not speaking of only one person as in God Himself. No, Elohim is speaking of dimensions of God. So when you read the Bible, in the beginning God created heaven and earth. That word God in Genesis chapter one verse one is the word Elohim, which speaks of the plurality of God. And um, we will not talk about that one today. So we we'll speak of the cherubic order when God actually permits us. All right, all right. Jerry said, "Yes, pap- yes, please, Papa." There is this stigma that goes around that we are just going to be singing, and people even play around it and say, "Hell will be." <laughs> so forget about it. There's just lack of understanding, you know. Yeah, it's just lack of. Understanding. There are so many things in heaven that you cannot exhaust. So many things. There are people who died many years ago. They are still knowing God. Right now, Moses and all the rest, they are still knowing God. It's not about singing, not at all. There are realms and dimensions in heaven that must be um, exhausted, you know. All right, Obapa Rosie says, Please, how does one tune into the spirit without distraction? I love this question. I think this one will be good for the school of the prophets. <laughs> how does one tune into the spirit without distraction? You know, it is actually a matter of building your mind in a realm called consciousness. I'll talk about that very soon before I move on to my message. All right. John Bosco says, Servant of God, what's the difference between spiritual body and spirit? This is a beautiful question. (laughs) I love this question. Spiritual body and spirit. I love that. Wow. Wow. That's an awesome question. You know, many of you will not understand the reason why I'm saying that's a beautiful question. Because it takes somebody that is very, very much um, focused into the spirit realm to ask this kind of question. I'll, I'll touch on that. I'll touch on that. Jerry said, Papa, in Revelation, John said, I was in the spirit on the day of the Lord. What did he mean by that? Was he in the realm of the spirit or was in worship? Okay. Okay. It is not actually in worship. He was actually in the realm of the spirit. It can also be said that he was in tune with the spirit of the Lord. Are you getting it? So when somebody says that ah, you are in the spirit, it's like um, maybe the Holy Ghost is actually releasing something or impressing something on my heart. And as I was discerning the particular thing, somebody said it. The moment the person sees it, I will say, ah, you are in the spirit. It is not like the person has been carried into the realm of the spirit. But what I'm trying to say is that the person is in tune with the Holy Ghost. Are you getting it? It looks like the person has picked what the Holy Ghost is trying to see. So when somebody says, you are in the spirit, it can mean so many things. 
you know paul says that if you claim to be in the spirit then walk in the spirit so all believers are actually in the spirit to be in the spirit the the let me say the simplest definition for being in the spirit actually is that you are a christian or let me say you are in christ or you are born again any person that is born again is in the spirit and what is that spirit we are talking about the holy ghost but there is a difference between the holy ghost in you and you in him even though from the beginning it is the same i hope i'm not confusing anybody let me break it down for you to understand the holy ghost is in everybody from the perspective of god from the perspective of god when a believer when somebody believes in the lord jesus the lord jesus christ stays in the person so the lord will come and live in that person by his spirit and the moment the spirit of the lord descends into the person we say that the person is in the spirit can i explain what i mean good now the main focus of the holy ghost is your body because the holy ghost was the design of the holy spirit was for your body that is why it is your body which is the temple of the holy ghost not your spirit not your soul the main assignment of the holy ghost is your body you know when you go into the heavens god actually when he stretched himself into three made man in a way that one part of god takes one part of man so the three dimensions of god actually rules the three dimensions of man so the spirit of man is actually taken by the dimension of god called the father that is why john 4 23 and 24 says that a time is coming and even now is when the true worshippers shall worship the father in spirit and that word spirit is speaking of the human spirit so the father is worshipped in our spirit that means that it is our spirit that is linked to the father then the the son who is the word actually came to save our souls so when we read the book of james chapter one i think verse from verse um 20 21 downwards the bible says that put aside all superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls so the word was made for our souls the food of our soul is the word you get it and that of our spirit is the father then the holy ghost will also now be the one that will take charge of our bodies that is what the bible says that our bodies are the temple of the holy ghost but when the holy ghost is sent into a man he first does not enter into the body he starts from the spirit so every believer and when the holy ghost is released into your spirit at that point we say that you are in the spirit because your spirit now enters into the holy ghost and becomes one with the holy ghost that is why the bible says that if that is joined with the lord is one spirit with him so your spirit joins with the holy ghost and at that point your spirit is in the spirit of god so when you say you are in the spirit it means that you are in the holy ghost are you getting the picture here but the holy ghost was not made for your spirit he has an assignment and that assignment he must execute it from your spirit through your soul and end up in your body 
your body is actually where the Holy Ghost assignment ends. He is called to quicken this mortal body. But he can't quicken this mortal body immediately like that. He starts from the spirit. I don't know if you are getting the picture I'm trying to make here. Good. Good. So when we say that somebody is in the spirit, that is, that is um, basically that is what it means. But it can also mean other things. It can also mean that you are in tune with the spirit. It is what um, we call something um, unity of the spirit. The unity of the spirit. When we are all in tune with the Holy Ghost. Let's say about we are all praying. And all of a sudden, all of us will begin to pick that the Holy Ghost says we should fast, we should fast, we should fast, we should fast. So the first person that will gather the boldness to speak will say, ah, once we're praying, I just sense that the Lord was saying that we should have time and fast for three days. All of a sudden, another person will say, oh, I sense that, yes. Someone will also say, yes, I saw it. This one will also say, I heard it. We are all in the Spirit at that point because we are in tune with the Holy Spirit. At that point, it is called the unity of the Spirit. It, it, it is also another meaning for being in the spirit and another meaning of being in the spirit is when somebody's spirit is lifted into the realm of the spirit that one is actually for school of the prophets because it is much more prophetic than anything it doesn't just happen to any other person i don't know if you are with me good i want to touch on um jerry do you understand what i'm what i mean Good. All right. Let me touch on um, John Bosco's question. It's a very, very deep and powerful question. I'm telling you. He said, "What is the difference between a spiritual body and a spirit?" Wow. Somebody also said, "Please, what opens the realm of the spirit to a believer?" And if you don't see in the spirit, does it mean you don't have the Holy Spirit? No, it does not mean that. There are many people who have the Holy Ghost, but they don't see in the spirit. And there are so many things you can do to activate your spiritual senses. So many things. And I've been teaching on that. Let me, can I tell you something? Do you know that there are, there are people who are not even Christians, but they can see in the spirit. They don't have the Holy Ghost in them, but they can see in the spirit. There are people, they are not Christian. I don't which is see in the spirit. Which is they see? Fetish priests they see. So who opened their eyes? It is not the Holy Ghost. So I want you to know this point blank. I am trying to say this point blank to you. It is not the only the Holy Ghost that can open your eyes. If you listen to my message on um, the mystery God, you will understand that God is not the only one that can do what he can do. Do you know that God can heal the sick? Do you know that God can heal the sick? Good. Do you also know that fetish priests can also heal the sick? So you can't use healing only to know God. No. That is why if you are always focused on knowing God by the things he does, you will always miss it. You will always miss it. 
You can't use healing to say that, oh, our God heals, so I know God because He can heal. No, 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 no. Because um, fetish priests, voodoo, and all those people can also heal. So, will you say that that one too is God? No. The simplest things that a man can use to know God will never be found in the kingdom of darkness. One of them is called forgiveness. You will never find forgiveness in the kingdom of darkness. Not at all. And that is what we see as something small and light. We don't even focus on them. I'm telling you, love, it is very big that it can't be found in that kingdom of darkness. I'm telling you, if it is about prophesying, uh, mentioning names and telephone, I'm telling you people, the devil can, false prophets can do some, you clap for them more than true prophets. <laughs> I'm telling you. But there are things that the devil has been trying, uh, it is never found in the devil. Can I say what it is? It is called the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. And let me tell you, the fruit of the spirit is not, it is not fruits as in plural. It is one. The fruit of the spirit is called love. It is that love that when you open, you begin to find other fruits inside them. You begin to find joy. You find self-control. And all those kind of, so love is actually the fruit. And I want to shock you by saying something. When you look, okay, when, 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 um, when the rains and the flood that God brought upon the earth during the time of Noah came, the Bible said that Noah sent two animals out of the ark to go and check whether the flood has gone down or not. And the Bible said he sent a raven. The animal went. He also sent a dove. And when that dove went, according to the word of God, there was no place that the dove could rest its feet. So the dove came with a piece of leaf on its beak. I will teach on that this evening before we close. It is, it is speaking of something very beautiful and awesome. Very, very beautiful and awesome. And the Lord will open our eyes on that soon. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody said, please, about the healing issue, I would want to ask. Someone will go to a, a fetish priest for healing and won't be healed. But another person will go and that person will be healed. Why is it? That one day, it is only the fetish priest that can explain. Oh, they know what they are doing. They know what they are doing. Eh, how can they heal somebody and they can't heal another person? And though, I'll talk because these people, they are dangerous people. If you joke, they will, they will steal your soul. Someone said, what activates spiritual senses? This is a whole message on its own. But let me touch on some few things. Eh, some of you, when we look at you, you are very slim, but your soul is too heavy with junk. When I say junk, you have to understand what I mean. 
plenty issues are going on in your soul. Noise in the doors. So you can't pick any signal from the spirit realm. I'm telling you. It is a serious matter. If you want to activate your spiritual senses, there are many things you need to understand. Because hey, as you are walking every day, there are a whole lot of things that are contributing to your sensitivity to the spirit realm, whether in the good way or in the negative way. Because if you can be sensitive to the spirit or to the realm of the spirit, it is actually, it can be based on the things you do naturally. One is the food you eat. The food you eat can even make you highly sensitive to spiritual things or so down to spiritual things. I'm telling you. Second, hmm, that is why you need to fast a lot. If you want to be very sensitive to spiritual things, you need to fast. Some of you can't fast at all, but you want your eyes to be open, pa, then you are seeing angels. Hmm. You, need to, you need to be careful. I'm telling you. You have to fast. And if you eat, there are certain meals that you don't eat them continuously. You take your time. Sometimes you can just eat it once in a month or once in every two weeks or once in a week. It will help you. Can I start saying heavy stuff this evening? Let me start by saying this. Any food listen to this that you eat which was taken from the soil or the ground has a high tendency of decreasing your spiritual sensitivity if you continue to eat it consistently uh-huh I said, any food you eat that was taken from the ground or the soil has a tendency of decreasing your spiritual sensitivity. If you continue to eat that consistently, So there are many, many of you like fufu. You want to eat fufu every day. Fufu every day. Do you know what you are trying to do? Can I say it? Can I explain? Good. Listen to me. What makes man a man? And let him think like a man. And do everything like a man. Like a man and casa with normal man weakness and everything. It's called carbon. Write it down. C-A-R-B-O-N carbon so if you want to really be a man and think like a man a mere man mere man we are talking about mere men 
do everything like a man. Uh, temptations will come in now. Now everything. I am a man. If you want a man, if you want to live your life like a mere man on this earth, it is as a result of a particular element called carbon. And it is actually the seat element on the periodic table. I think one of these is we should talk about the periodic table, the universe and heaven. The periodic table, the universe and heaven. I'll pick each element and begin to show you their spiritual realities. My goodness. Some of you will know that it is better to drink water than to eat food. <laughs> it is better to drink water than to eat food and if you are eating food mostly choose foods that you picked from not under the soil are you getting the picture mostly so if you are eating of foods that were not picking straight from under the soil some of them are fruits it's Things like foods like um, maize, for instance. Maize was not taken from the soil. Somebody said, please, what about McDonald's and the rest? I will explain. <laughs> Some of the way you like banku, pa, banku. So the way I'm, as I'm talking now, banku na nerengi ona sum banku. Mano go what about banku? Mano go what about banku? Relax. Listen to me. If you are somebody you want your 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 hey, listen. You see, there are people eh, we are imparting them. Impartation I can say they go almost so still. They are so down in the spirit. They cannot pick signals. You want to eat banku? Banku, mostly you add condo and cassava dough. Where was the cassava taken from? I'm not saying that once you eat banku, no, your spiritual sensitivity goes down. No. No. The, the rate at which you get it. You go here. Some people can eat bangku. The moment they finish eating bangku, they want to sleep. Haven't you realized that? About 90% of people that eat bangku, after eating and they get satisfied, the next thing that is coming to them now is sleeping. And I've told you, I've explained things about sleep to all of us here. I said, the only thing that can make somebody look like a dead man is sleep. Any food that you eat and immediately now you want to sleep, be very careful. Some people can eat fufu. Ah, whilst eating on inside them, they wouldn't know other. Haven't you realized that most of the times nightmares and bad dreams are linked to what somebody ate? Before sleeping, so most of the time when you go to say, hey, I had a nightmare. Say, ah, what did you eat before sleeping? They link it to that, and it is spiritual. I'm telling you, it is very spiritual. It is very spiritual. 
You need to understand. If you are able to handle the way you eat in a beautiful way, I'm telling you, you will be very sensitive. Somebody said, Max Mealy said, I just ate Banku a few hours ago and slept five minutes after eating. <laughs> five minutes after eating, uh, she slept. Am I helping somebody here? Let me tell you, if you are now trying to pick up with getting you know, sensitive to the things of the spirit, you need to be very careful with what you eat. I beg you. Don't look at a certain prophet who has now grown and is prophesying when he's eating, but you're also trying to eat some. Be very careful. You are destroying your, you are not at the same level. Because when he was trying to be sensitive, some of them they fasted only eating banana. Banana is what they used to break fasting. I'm telling you, and if you want to be very sensitive, eh, one of the means one of the fruits that you can eat that can that is very spiritual is banana everybody is write it down from today start eating banana start eating banana plenty and watermelon i'm going to help i'm helping you watermelon and banana Watermelon, banana. Eat them. You eat, sir. Eat, sir. You sometimes eat those fruits the whole day. I'm telling you, the way you think, crowd will start changing. I'm telling you the truth. The way you think will start changing. Emo said, Tamal, you can't buy banana. Oh, why? Is it expensive? Some of them will do business. We have to carry some from um, Cape Coast and bring it there. You have to do business. This one is a business opportunity. <laughs> I'm telling you, this one is not only Holy Ghost matter, it is wisdom. But I want you to understand something. There are people on this earth, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to this carefully. There are people on this earth. They are not Christians. They are not traditionalists. They are not um, Muslims. They are not Buddhists. But they have understanding into matters of the spirit realm. They know that the spirit realm is there. And they know what to do to be sensitive. Naturally. Naturally. They know what to do to be sensitive. Don't you know there are certain herbs in, in, herbine, in herbine keke? You can, natural herbs, not the ones that spirits are living in. Because there are herbs that are home eating. But there are some of them, they are natural herbs. You can drink them. Ah, your sleep will disappear. Don't you know? Next coffee. Okay. 
Yes. And mostly when I begin to talk about these things, it will switch to the scientific dimension. And it, it is good because you are a scientific being. You have to understand. There are a whole lot of things. You don't just eat food and go your way. You have to understand what the food is doing to your system. Why am I eating the beans? It is not because I'm hungry. When I eat the beans, what happens? What is inside the beans that I'm eating? You need to know, some of you don't even, you don't care about the whole thing. Oh, why should I go and sit down and say, what would the beans do? Man, I come to me, I'll say, man, let me eat. No, that's not what we are talking about here. Why don't you take um, parazone and drink when you are thirsty? You know that, no, this one day. So you have to understand. All right. So please, um, the questions alone are trying to take one hour of our time. But let me touch on this one. Osofo asked of a spirit and a spiritual body. There is a big difference. There is a big difference. Somebody said, a prophetess said, eating fruits and leaves makes her sin. I'm telling you, that is, that is all you need. To be naturally sensitive to the spirit world, I'm telling you. Aside the Holy Ghost working, Nipa tendy fruits and leaves, plenty. very easy. I'm telling you the truth. The work of the Holy Ghost in the person becomes very easy. The moment the Holy Ghost speaks, the person picks. You come and pray, you fast and pray. You will pour oil on you. You will for two weeks, morning, afternoon, evening, morning. You are spoiling the whole thing. Some of you, when we are even fasting, I remember one time we were fasting on the mountains. Ah, whilst we were fasting, praying, I opened my eyes, and one of my, my daughters was not among us. I moved into the bush. Ah, sister Nijina, you be a The bread be all time. And I met the daddy. It's not me. I said, Ah, it's not you. Who am I seeing? Here? Are you not the one I'm seeing here? You are saying it's not you. So who? It's who? You are the one eating the bread. You are saying it's not me. So is it your mother that is eating the bread now? <laughs> so people can't fast at all. You know, I want you to know this, that when you enter into the Garden of Eden, listen to what the devil said. He said, has God told you that you shouldn't eat of this tree? And the woman said, yes, God said we should not eat of it. He said we should not even touch it. Because in the day that we touch it, we will surely die. And the devil said, you will not surely die. For God doth know that in the day that you eat, your eyes will be opened. And when the, wom- the woman and the man ate, indeed, their eyes opened. But what was the eye that opened? So you see, it was through eating that the eyes, that the eyes of men were opened. And I want to shock you. It will be through eating that another dimension of our eye will be opened. So what then should we eat? What then are we supposed to eat? That is why Holy Communion is very, very spiritual. 
What the way are we supposed to eat for our eyes to be opened? Let's understand this. We don't just eat anything. So those of you in the United States of America, you have to be very careful with this cheese and burger and you know McDonald's and just like KFC. You no, know, plenty. It, it will become very difficult. Let, can I say something here? Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me, please? Alright, great. The network was misbehaving, but God punished the devil. Alright, God bless you. God bless you. Let's move on to what I wanted to talk about this evening. We are actually talking about the spiritual mysteries of souls. The spiritual mysteries of souls. The spiritual mysteries of souls. Now, I want you to have understanding about something. The word of God said in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Can you can you hear me now?
Can you all hear me? Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me? Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me now, please? Can you all hear me? Can you all hear me, please? The network is really misbehaving. God punish the devil. Alright. So, we're talking about the spiritual mysteries of souls. The spiritual mysteries of souls. Now, one of the things I want us to understand, the Bible said in the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 Somebody should post it here Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 Let's go Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 I want everybody to see it Alright the Bible said Then the Lord God formed the man of the dust From the ground And breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living creature i want the king james version good and the lord god formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul and man became a living soul and the man became a living soul another version other versions will say a living being a living being now the moment you hear the word human being that word being is speaking much more of the person's soul. Are you with me? Are you all with me? 
good. And according to the word of God, it is after God breathed into the nostrils of the man that he became a living being or soul. Now, this is to let you understand that if there is a living soul, then there is a dead soul. Are you getting the picture? Good. So the word of God will say that the soul that sins, it is that same soul that shall die. The soul that sins, it is that same soul that shall die. So we have the death of a soul. And the death of a soul is not what we see on the earth. In fact, what we see on the earth actually is the death of the physical body. But the soul also dies. The death of the soul is actually when God takes away his breath from the soul, not necessarily from the body. Because it was when God breathed into the nostrils of man that man became a living, a living soul. That means at first man was not a living soul. He was like a dead personality until the breath of God came. We are talking about the spiritual mysteries of souls. Now, with this understanding, I want you to know and understand this. It is actually the soul of a, of a person that speaks of his being, his being or personality. His being or personality. Can I shock you by saying this? Good. Now, follow me. Where I'm going, you need to be much more scientific before you, at least be a little scientific before you understand what I'm about to say. So now, let's go. From the realm of God, things operate at a certain energy level. Things operate at a certain energy level from the realm of God. Now, from God, the highest thing that operates at, at an energy level close to that of God is called the spirit of man. The spirit of man. The spirit of man is the entity that operates at a certain high frequency in the spirit that is close to the frequency of God. Now, from the spirit of man, the spirit of man goes down in its frequency to actually form the soul of man. Don't forget that. The spirit of man with a reduced frequency becomes the soul of man. And the soul of man in a reduced frequency gives us the body of man. But do you know that frequency doesn't just drop? Let me show you what, what I'm talking about. You know, those times we used to have a certain radio. 
and that radio you tune, you tune, you tune energy. Ka, 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 ka. Some of them, um, we stopped using those kind of radios and we bought another one. I know they are but like you, like you just you tune it, and as you are tuning it, you can have a certain frequency as 93, and then you move to 94. But from 93 to 94, there are spaces. So we have 93.1, 93.2, 93.3, 93.4, 94. Are you following? Good. Now, so every of the decimal point between 93 and 94 is also a frequency on its own. So when you come to Cape Coast, 93.3 is called Cape FM. When you go to Kumasi, 93.3 is called Kesben. I don't know about your place, but that is what I'm trying to let you understand. If you don't understand this one, if you don't understand matters from the perspective of vibrations frequencies and sound you will miss you will not understand the universe at all you think you know but you don't you will not know anything that is why i'm bringing you from that perspective so that you will have understanding so every decimal in between that 93 and 94 is also a frequency on its own that means from the spirit to the soul there are in between frequencies are you understanding what i'm saying good and from the soul to the body there are in between frequencies and these frequencies are also frequencies on themselves and just as the soul can can stand as one whole entity those frequencies in between can also stand as whole entities that is where man becomes a complicated being that is to let you know when we say that have you have you realized that sometimes you can tune in your radio set and the frequency that you hate it can be speaking um two radio stations can be speaking through that same frequency how many of us have, have realized that Good. There is also a sign for you to know and understand that there is a certain realm where two dimensions of you manifest in the spirit realm. I've been trying to let people understand that when we say a man's body, a man's soul, a man's spirit, they are not just simple things to understand. I'm telling you, your soul alone. That is why I said we are talking about the spiritual mysteries of souls. When you hear the word soul, do you know what it means? Soul alone is made up of different entities of beings on themselves. I'm telling you, it will shock you to know that even this your body that you see, 
there are dimensions of your body your physical eyes cannot see but they are part of your body they are not your soul they are also other frequencies of your body the one you are seeing is just a certain frequency you are seeing now so man actually is made up of energy levels and frequencies are you following good now that is where the most exciting part comes in so as a man your soul is made up of frequencies so your soul is not just one thing is oh this is my soul you just pick it no it is made up of dimension when you sum all of them together that is when you get your soul so the soul of man actually is a complicated dimension soul is the spirit and soul is the body so from the soul to the physical body there are, there are different frequencies of beings and all those beings are mani- they are actually inside a person so from the original soul to the phys- to the physical body of a man you begin to get different vibrations and frequencies and one of them is called emotions emotions your emotions are, are actually a body or a frequency on themselves i'm trying to break things down for you to understand and i've been teaching on this that when you say your emotion your emotion in itself is a body that you can pick you can see in that emotional realm it has a realm on its own so there is an emotional realm so you see how complicated man is now with this little understanding and foundational i want you to know it is actually your soul that makes you know that you are you did you just get that it is your soul that makes you know that you you are you what gives you awareness of yourself is your soul And I want you to know this. It will shock many of you, but that is the truth. Everything God has created is aware of itself. Write it down. Everything God has created is aware of itself. Whether it is a stone or a river or a bucket, anything that God has created is aware of itself. You are not the only one that knows that you are a human being. Animals do know that they are animals. You might not understand. And what causes anything to know that it is that thing itself is called the soul. That is to also see that everything has a soul. Write it down. 
everything has a soul. Are you writing something down? Good. But the question is, the soul that is in everything, what type of soul is it? Because when God breathed into the nostrils of man, man became a living soul. So the soul of man is called a living soul. And that living soul is in its realm. Let me explain this. When somebody dies on this earth, when somebody dies, the person's soul exits the physical plane in the person's physical body and enters into another realm. At that point, the soul of the person actually loses his assignment on the earth. So at that point, that soul will not be considered as, if, if, as a living soul by men, but from the perspective of God. That soul will now receive its judgment to declare it whether it is a living soul or not. I don't want to confuse anybody. But listen to this. Everything has a soul. And if everything has a soul, there is something about soul that you have to understand. Write it down. All the souls that God has ever created, in one way or the other, are connected. Write it. All the souls that God has created in one way or the other, they are connected. What do I mean that all souls that God has created are connected? Listen to me. Listen to me. River bodies have souls. Trees have souls. Human beings have souls. Stones, mountains have souls. Animals have souls. Tonight, I want to just scratch the surface on the souls of man and animals. I'll talk about the rest later. Can I say something? Good. If you enter into the realm of God, all the things that God created, He gave everything an assignment to fulfill. 
and that assignment of that particular thing is resident in the soul of that thing and it is this assignment that actually gives the soul its value so the assignment of man is in the soul of man is what actually gave man a value gave the soul of man its value so among all souls that god created because the assignment of man is so unique the soul of man's value is greater than any other soul that is why it took god himself to come and die to save the soul of man that is to tell you how valuable the soul of man is it is based on man's assignment what gives value to your soul is your assignment write it down what gives value to your soul is the assignment god gave to your soul to achieve good now if we have understood this then i want you to know that if all souls have values then there is something we need to understand here when i enter into um maybe the mall or the supermarket you know i can get maybe five tomatoes at a price of twenty dollars you know just five fresh tomatoes twenty dollars so at that point the value of those tomatoes is that twenty dollars now if i want to buy and i look into my wallet and i have only five dollars there is something i can do i can go out do anything to get the twenty dollars to buy that tomatoes so i can go out and watch somebody's um, shoe or wash somebody's clothes and the person will give me ten dollars i can go also and do this for somebody watch somebody's car the person can give me five dollars so when i add those fifteen dollars to the five dollars i have i will now get twenty dollars and i can go and buy the tomatoes are you following what i'm saying good so now when i buy the tomatoes and i have it in my hand and somebody asks me what is the price of these tomatoes i can see washing of the car of somebody and washing of the shoe of another person do you know that it is right do you know that is right <laughs> i'm making it so simple for you to maybe curse yourself so that is why i'm trying to let you understand this one so what is the price of these tomatoes washing of the car of somebody and washing of the shoe of another man is the price of this one 
if you have this understanding you will know that in the realm of the spirit the addition of certain souls can amount to the soul of man i don't know if i said it right the addition of other souls can amount to the value of the soul of man so when you go to the dark world they know everybody on this earth they know the souls of all men and there is something you can do even though the value of your soul is there but there is something you can do to yourself or your soul that makes you unique okay let me break it down let me break it down do you know that when i go to um that mall and buy fresh tomatoes only five at a price of twenty dollars i can go to the marketplace where i can just get one one sack of fresh tomatoes at a price of twenty dollars one sack so you see when you go to a um a cramo tomatoes five pet 20 cities but you go to makola market tomatoes one uh, you know um maybe bucket full is 20 cities now the question is what is the difference the value is the same but there's a difference are you getting it so as for the value of all our souls dear yeah in the pay our souls have the same value and the value of our souls is called the death of jesus or the death of god let me say it that way the death of god is the value of your soul but i want you to know this one i want you to i'm about to say something very big the death of god is the value of your soul but even though the same price is given to that tomatoes at the mall and the one at the market still when we weigh them they are not the same are you getting the picture here that means that even though we all human beings our value is the death of christ but still there are differences in our souls Even though our value is the death of the Lord Jesus Christ, but still we are different in our souls. We are never the same. There are some people, when witches look into their souls, they see them as chicken. I'm telling you the truth. I know what I'm saying. Because let us do something here. We will get a chicken and kill it and draw out the blood from the chicken and put it in a basin let's kill a goat put the blood in a basin let's kill another animal put the blood let's say a cow let me tell you that is red blood we are all seeing but when we look deep into details they have different dimensions of souls all of them the blood is red but they are not the same 
how come we bought that fresh tomatoes at a price of 20 cities but we are a five pair we also yeah almost for almost um 50. the first thing that should come to your mind is where were these tomatoes sold the first one was bought at Akramo. when you enter the place you know the atmosphere this one too was bought at mokola market some people were even stepping on it and you found them out so even though we all paid the same 20 cities but still there is a difference we are not talking about the quantity we are speaking of the quality so even though our value is the same but the quality differs so what at all will cause our souls as human beings to differ should we go there the spiritual mysteries of the soul listen in the dark world occultic people have done calculations to know that when they get three cows that are males that, that do not have any blemish when they drain all the blood from the cows or when they even sacrifice three cows the the weight of the soul that they get can be the weight of one of the soul of a human being that means a pure human being there is a reason why i'm saying that <laughs> how did they do this calculation how did they do it christians are walking about without any knowledge a man they told him go and bring your son we need to kill your son that is the season that you need to bring your son for for, for us to sacrifice he said no i can't bring my son he said then you will die he said no what should i do he said go and bring three cows if you bring that the value of those three cows will be as the value of the soul of your son wow and the person will go and buy and the same magnitude of results that they were looking for will be given to the person I told you the other time that the souls of men can be differentiated into three. We have a spiritual man's soul, a natural man's soul, and a carnal man's soul. They are not the same. Even though that soul, Jesus Christ came to die for it. But they are different. The soul of a spiritual man, not a Christian who the soul the soul of us well we are what we are talking about let you first let's put um those way aside and we'll talk about things later the soul of a spiritual man the soul of a of a natural man and the soul of a canal man they are all human beings walking about but the soul inside them have different meanings in the in the realm of the spirit different meanings so that people witches can kill them easily other people too it will be very difficult 
that means that those that are very difficult to be killed they are doing something that is increasing the quality of their souls it does not it has not affected the value the value is the same but the quality spiritual mysteries of the soul so as you are walking about here there are many things god has told you in the bible to do you don't know what is it, it is going to do to your soul that is why you are not doing it and if you don't do it you are actually shifting your soul from where god wants it to be to a realm where witches can easily kill to the christians that witches are killing what happened what happened There is something that happens to a believer's soul when he fasts. When you fast, there is something that happens when you speak in tongues. It happens in your soul. And this thing will definitely reflect in your physical body. There is something that will happen to a believer's soul when he begins to study the word of God. The Bible said this, this is the engrafted word that is able to save your souls. So our soul actually needs salvation. What kind of salvation is that one? If you don't give your soul that salvation, which is from the word of God, your soul is vibrating at a certain frequency that other spiritual places can attack. We are all walking about jumping and dancing in church. But let me tell you, the quality of our souls it's not the same. I'm telling you. I'm telling you the, I'm telling the truth. You need to make your soul. You need to build it in a way. I'm so. So we are all working. We are all working. But sometimes when witches are looking when they are walking on the street and they look at people some of them they see them as chicken haven't you heard those kind of things before they see some people as chicken because from that realm where the quality of your soul manifests as you are walking the quality of your soul it is not hidden it manifests Beckley said, please, is the quality of the soul the same at birth? The same at birth as in, I'm not getting it. When a child is born, the child's soul has a certain realm of manifestation. And that realm actually has a lot to do with the parents. It has a lot to do with the parents. Bam, I'm telling you. It, the, the soul of a child, it has about 99.9% to do with the parents. So you, the parent, you can determine how the soul of your child will be. Exodus chapter 2. The word of God said, And when the mother of Moses gave birth to Moses, she looked at the face of the child and saw that this one is a godly child. And she kept the child for three months. 
how many women can give birth to their children and instead of looking at their physical bodies to say oh they are rather looking at their souls to see destiny people are just looking at how cute children are and they say oh look at the look at their mouth look at their eyes they look like your father look, look at that nonsense once some nurses are looking at the child's forehead and they are not seeing forehead, they are seeing destiny and they are snatching destinies from children. You, the mother, unspiritual woman, you are looking at just the physical eyes. So, a lot of children, their destinies were snatched from them by nurses that were looking at things that mothers could not even see. There is one thing it is good for you to be a spiritual person. I'm not talking about a Christian because there are many Christians that are not spiritual. Young Crawford, they are not Christians, but they are damn spiritual. You don't take things to, to them like that. Some people are not Christians, but when their wives are going to give birth, they will be there. They know that I will never allow any. They will be there. They are not Christians, they don't know any Christ. But they are very spiritual. They can talk to spirits. Christians don't even know they exist. Right now, one of the ways to be very lazy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Christians are too lazy. Too lazy. They don't know how to sacrifice. Too lazy. Go to, go to occultic meetings. They know the value of everybody's soul. Working, everybody, everybody working about. Everybody working about. How did that happen? How did they get to know? So we didn't care more. We need to be sick. There some people, if you try accident, you will never get them because their soul frequency has gone beyond accident. I'm telling you, it is the quality of your soul that determines how your life is sustained. Be a spiritual person. Don't be a carnal person. Don't be a natural person. And one thing I want you to know is this. The devil too is on assignment. And his assignment is to snatch souls. Write it down. To snatch souls. The assignment of the devil is to snatch souls. When you look into the realm of God, according to the person, which is a soul, has an assignment of God to fulfill. And that assignment, in one way or the other, is to abort the devil's assignment. Whether it is a so you see. When the Israelites were walking about, there was a particular stone that was lying on the floor that children were even playing with. Nobody knew the assignment of that stone. But a time came when there was a battle between the Philistines and the Israelites. When a young man by name David walked to that field and he lifted that stone up. That was the day that the assignment of that stone was fulfilled. He threw it and straight into the forehead of Goliath. All this while, children were playing with the stone. They did not know what God had. 
children were playing with the stone. They didn't know that there was an assignment for this stone to execute. If you see life from this realm, eh, from the dimension of souls, you, you will really understand things. I'm telling you, you will really understand things. Everything is on assignment though, whether it is godly or ungodly. So the devil is looking for souls to shift the assignment that God has placed inside them and give unto that soul another assignment to abort God's own assignment. So I want you to know this. In the realm of darkness, they have seen that if we are looking for wealth, it is hidden in the soul of man because as man's soul actually is the soul that has the greatest price or value. And that greatest price is the death of God himself. There is nothing higher than that. That God will die. There is nothing higher than that. So the devil is seriously looking. Because when, when the devil gets, when a marine spirit gets one beautiful lady, do you know what she can use that lady to do? Kula <laughs> bakata. Especially when the lady is in a prophetic church. Aye. So you see, marine spirits are always looking for beautiful ladies. They are looking for beautiful ladies. And those beautiful ladies, they will, they will strategically position them in that prophetic church. When the prophet is prophesying and sees her, cash, then they will start the assignment. Can we dive somewhere a little? Good. There are human beings on this earth that we all see as human beings, but their souls have been transformed into souls that are like that of marine spirits. Listen to this carefully. There are people, and that is what witchcraft and all those negative spirits seek to do. Once it enters into the soul of a person, it gradually changes or re-engineers the soul of that man and make it like the spirit. Are you getting it? So the Holy Ghost has been sent into us. He will change our souls and make it like himself so that it will manifest in the body. So there are some people, even when you cast witchcraft from them, still they will be jealous, they will be envious, because that is the character of that spirit. And that spirit is seeking to change the soul, the morphology of that soul, and make it like itself. And the more they do that, they will hit a certain point where the soul will exactly be like that spirit. If it is a marine spirit, it will have an assignment. And most of them, that assignment is prostitution, sexual perversion. Hmm. 
So when you see somebody, a normal human being, that a marine spirit is living inside. Master, run away. Those people. You think, oh Charlie, I've gotten a beautiful lady, Charlie. Let me go and do hit and run. You can't run. You can't run. You do hit and die and stay. I'm telling you, not all people walking on this earth are human beings. Some of them were, that is where, it, this is the shocking part. Listen to this. There are people that God made them. They are normal human beings, but they engage themselves to the dark world to a point where they are not human beings anymore. It is very possible. Very possible. In Nippon, I mean, a bomb, you woman like normal human beings, but they have been changed. You see, the same way that the Holy Ghost has entered into us to change us, to have that glorious body, the devil has also sent spirits to change men to look like demons. That is where we, they are all going on. God is raising army. The devil is also raising an army for himself. So the human beings that were born by normal man and woman, they have turned to demons right now. They vanish with their physical bodies. They fall into the sea with their physical bodies and disappear. They are not like us anymore. Because they have been a re-engineering in their souls. They can't think like normal human beings. When they are thinking, they are like demons. They enter through walls. They fly. Their eyeball can change to red color. They are not like us anymore. Whatever demons manifest, that is, that is them. Some people have gone so deep into occultism to a point where they have become like demons. Demons. All because there was an engineering in their souls. Today I'm just giving the introduction. I'll talk about the rest. Some people are on earth, their souls are not human souls any longer because of that which has been put inside them. You see, somebody said, Man of God, my phone got missing. All my friends said they are not the ones that took it. And I said, Fine, we shall see. I went to a fetish priest and said, Malam, somebody took my phone. I don't know. I want to know. The person that took it and the malam said okay take this concussion and drink what would that concussion do <laughs> what would that concussion do anything an ungodly person gives to you is adding something to your soul that was not originally there you need to be careful So understand.
the soul of man is under attack. The enemy is trying to find ways and means to change our souls to suit evil spirits. God is trying to also change our souls to suit his Holy Spirit. That is why we have the Holy Ghost inside us. We are working towards a mission. We are working towards a mission. And we need to have this understanding and pray. So one of the ways to resist the spirits of the enemy from working against your soul is by increasing the quality of your soul. And I talked about the quality of a man's soul. There are ways and means to increase the quality of your soul. The first one, purity. P-U-R-I-T-Y. Purity. Second, prayer. Third, fasting. Fourth, the word of God. These are four main ways to increase your soul quality we'll talk about each of them and show how they increase the quality of a man's soul you know the enemy is so much trying to buy our souls to the extent where he shifts our focus into material things so much so the word of god will say what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul losing of your soul is not when you die only a man can lose his soul to some because when you gain you are gaining to yourself but when you lose you are losing to somebody else i don't know if you are getting the picture here when we say that you have lost something it means somebody else has gained so you lose to someone or something so this one is actually a business transaction here the devil a man can be walking on this earth alive and still his soul has been lost he does not have any control over his own soul anymore the one that now controls his soul determines what happens to him so people that have gone for sakawa blood money and those things baba can kill them at a time that he wants because their souls are now in the hands of baba That's why most of those people, no amount of prayer can save some of them. It takes serious deliverance. 
because it is a transaction, a business transaction that they entered into, a covenant that give me car and money and take my soul. Some of them did not know that their souls were being taken. God willing, tomorrow, I'm going to explain some few things and talk about blood money, Sikadru, how it happens. Because the Bible said that the life of the soul is in the blood. So your soul has its life in your blood. So when we draw your blood, we have taken, in fact, the very core of your soul. So when somebody uses his, mother, his mother's blood to get money, what happens to the soul of the mother? Where would that soul go? If the mother of the person was a Christian, would the mother go to heaven or where? I'll talk about this God willing tomorrow. And you will know that this life is not as you see. A lot of things are going on in the realm of the spirit that you will not understand until the Lord opens your eyes. May the Lord help us and open our eyes and give us understanding into his word. We pray that the Lord will cause us to be spiritual people, that our souls will continue to burn with fire, that whatever the enemy will launch against us will be aborted. In the name of the Lord Jesus, amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. I have another meeting at exactly 9 p.m. And um, surely there's going to be um, priesthood time at 12 a.m. So please don't miss it. Don't miss it. The Lord bless you. I'm going to I'm going to upload the message right after here, so you can also download and um, listen to it again. Today was just the introduction. God willing, tomorrow we'll go deep. Some of you throw your phones away by the special grace of God. So get ready. The Lord will be a great blessing to us. Someone said, please, does our names have effect on us? Yes, 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 yes. Not all the times. It depends on so many things. I will talk about them, God willing, um, tomorrow. We are hitting on the matter of souls. Everything about soul, we will talk about it. So God bless you and keep you all strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240 0240312551. By the special grace of God, I'm, I'm going to start working on my first book very soon. My God, my God. And it's really going to be a blessing. It's really going to be a, a great blessing. So please, when the time comes, we'll definitely know about it. God bless you. And keep you all strong. We will surely meet God willing um, during priesthood time, exactly 12 a.m. Don't miss it. The Lord bless you. Shalom. Bye bye. God bless you, my son, Dakar Prince. God bless you.